illegal to cycle on footpaths. It should be illegal. Unless you're like 10 years old. They should be put into jail. It's it's horrible. (laughs) No, honestly. Murderers, rapists, cyclists. Even if it's on the road, surely little Kelly's getting mowed down. Yeah, I'm driving her straight over. (laughs) Fuck you, Kelly. Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we take the best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. So for today's episode, we'll be playing the English edition of Back to School, as well as bring in a new segment, Urban Legends. Anyways, to wrap up the week, we've got me, Miguel, we've got Senny. G'day. Rohit. G'day, g'day. And Kush Shagra. Hello. Um, boys, I've been uh, missing for the past four or five weeks, but I have been doing my duty as a partial content creator here. And- <laughs> <laughs> partial. <laughs> Yes, that's in bold, a, underlined. 5% out of the 100 here. Um, but recently when, you know, uh, the way I take my public transport is I have to walk to the train station and, to, you know, heavy use of footpaths. Half your stories are about you taking <laughs> buses and trains. And- is there a golden retriever in this one as well? No, there is not a golden retriever. But there are a ton of fucking cyclists in this. And <laughs> God, I'm starting to absolutely despise these entitled egotistic cyclists. They are... Horrible people. So, look, a footpath is designed for walking. It's called a footpath, not mm. a tyre path or a cyclist path. <laughs> yeah. And every time I'm walking, especially, like, near the park as well, like, you're walking, there's just... There's a bicycle lane literally right next to you. I see the thing painted on the lane. And they're like, you know what? No, I'm going to go on the footpath where it is designated for walking. And you have to step out of the way, walk on the grass, get your shoes dirty. If it's wet, the mud will go into your chinos. And it's just disgusting. I now go out of my way to actually sigh at them and like give them a dirty look because I... You tell them. No, it's, someone someone needs to stand up to these horrible cyclists who have no... They, have, they just disregard the pedestrians walking on footpaths. Pretty, I, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to cycle on footpaths. It should it be is. illegal. Unless you're like 10 years is, old. Yeah. They should be put into jail. It's it's horrible. <laughs> no, honestly. Like, Murderers, rapists, cyclists. Yeah, well, there's a potential for further accidents. You never know. What happens if a cyclist comes down from a, a hill that you can't see with, you know, extreme haste? Runs it to you. You, you have an you're, you cyclists, though. You're probably winning. Yeah, like dude, they have, bouncing off you. Yeah, like they hit you, no they way. fall down. You reckon? No, like, no. no, you get you as a pedestrian, you get bruised, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. they're falling off their bike. Mate, they're Good. wearing a helmet. They're cracking their head. Good. I'll stomp on them and spit on them as well. That, that's what you deserve <laughs> for going on the bloody footpaths. I remember there was a there's a story like when I was walking. I told this story on the pod like ages ago, but I was walking and I had my headphones in. A cyclist came behind me, and I didn't realize that he was behind me. And like I stepped into his path, and he swerved away from me went onto the road and almost got hit by a car. <laughs> Good. Is that what they deserve? That's exactly what You should be on the road. There's a lane oh, for don't you. put them on the road. There is a lane for them. <laughs> yeah, against- <laughs> it's driver versus pedestrian here. Where are we putting them, boys? It's the driver's... It Driver needs to deal no, with it. No, they can't be on the road. <laughs> there's, but there's a lane for them specifically, a bicycle no, lane. There on Sometimes the road. there is. Sometimes there is. Very rarely there is. Well, I'm putting my word out to Scott Morrison to build... Bicycle lanes on every single road. Well, Sen hates bicyclists, like cyclists full stop. Yeah. So, he doesn't want them on the road. He wants them- if you don't have a motor in your vehicle, you shouldn't be on the road. Anyone seen any scooters on the road recently? Scooters? Yeah. No, I've seen those scooters. like electric skateboards. I've seen yeah. the electric skateboards. There's yeah. so many of them now. But at least they stay on the footpath, so that's okay. There was one bloke that brought his to the gym. And he was carrying it around with him as he did the skateboard. Different yeah, he had his skateboard. Uh, at least he wasn't riding it across the machine. <laughs> no, he was, he was carrying it. I'm like, brother, just put it at the lockers, bro. No one's yes. stealing your skateboard. Yeah, well, I didn't think anyone was going to steal my wallet. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> here we are. Wow, we. I also have another thing that I want to share. So, I bought a new bed frame. And so, like, I had to put it together. And it's not an Ikea one where it's like, easy. It's like a genuinely complicated one. 
So I enlisted some help. It said it takes 40 minutes for two people. I'll get my dad to do it. Mm. it took me four, like four hours over two days <laughs> to finish it. But anyways, like, I just want to know, are you, a guy, are you guys handy, man? Like, are you guys good with like working? <laughs> why? <laughs> why is that funny? I got why he found it funny. Well, are oh, you guys go handy? On, go on, go on. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> oh, what was the question, bro? Are you blokes handy, man? Uh, I, I would back I, I myself. Get, I would yeah. back myself. I can build a bed frame. Yeah. Like, in 40 minutes, in the estimated time, I reckon, with two people. I'm not sure what you were doing. Did you have like a 30 hour lunch break or? No. A little smoko as well. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was a legit anchor in this project. My dad was like, it reminded me when I was doing like maths with my dad when I was like six years old and he's like just yelling at me. <laughs> Didn't bring the belt out again. <laughs> no, I didn't get the belt out, but our tears were flowing down. Dude. It just gave me PTSD, Vietnam flashbacks. Hammer the fucking screw, bro. <laughs> he's there with a screwdriver. Like, what am I doing? Dude, it was actually a nightmare. Anyway, my dad was getting more and more angry, but like, so there was the instructions. And to be honest, the instructions were not the best. And my dad, like four times maybe, would be like, no, no, the instructions are wrong. Let's do it my way. The first time I was like, dad, come off of that. Just follow the instructions. <laughs> Turns out the instructions were wrong. My dad just like figured it out. So, like, I don't know. When will I learn this skill is when I'm asking. Because I feel like I'm never going to develop this. I think you're born with it. No, I think that's your learning experience. That's your step one. Like, I've had a few like that. My dad as well. He's just been like, no, you do it like this. And yeah, like, like, intuitively, it doesn't feel like it works. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'll just trust you. And then turns out he was right. When we got to the step, if we did it the instructions way, it wouldn't have worked. And I'm thinking, like, as soon as I become a dad, do I just get this skill bestowed upon me? <laughs> Screwdriver master all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, like Chris, I think it's just you learn as you go. You need to build enough beds before you know how a bed should be built. If you want an actual answer. This is my, like, maybe, like, my first bed or like my first woodworking project i'm 23 also that? did woodworking in high school <laughs> yeah. I like you should have done a bit of woodworking there well, what do we make it i made a desk tidy in woodwork i also made that desk tidy never i still have it. it i still have I it i still have mine so i might have it i just never use I've it never it doesn't it. tidy up my desk <laughs> you guys made like desk. oh wow i made a chopping board that's it and that broke oh we made a chopping board as well mm. no we didn't do that we, we we yeah i made a desk tidy and i didn't use it because it was made by me oh no we like in, in our school, we also made we a, made a shopping board. board. Yeah. yeah. Also, nah. side note, we made a spatula that our teacher told us have like sharp edges. Yeah. My mom, when I brought her, my mom was like, "How are you allowed to take this out of school, bro? You could literally cut someone with it. It was like <laughs> the edges were so sharp, you could <laughs> like <laughs> stab people in the train with it. Like that's how bad it was. What, what was that for, though? Those edges? Because it was like a regular spatula, but on one edge of the spatula there was like teeth. It was like you, yeah, you it cut like it teeth. in, like you jagged teeth. I, I remember those spatulas. Well, they were weapons. They dead. You could <laughs> assaulted someone. With I it. don't know what those were meant to be for. I'm pretty sure when I used it, because I actually used most of the stuff that I made. Like the death study was probably the worst of the lot. Actually, no. One of the ones we made in metalwork was that. Did you make the pen, um, like the pencil mark holder thing? No. What? It looks like a pencil, and then you like hammer into wood, and it makes a mark, so you can mark where you're cutting. Can't you do that with anything? I oh, know we made it. Anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. The um, no, I reckon the the most useful thing was the cutting board. That lasted me and my mum like a good four or five years. Actually, that's pretty good. And then, and then like eventually the glue fell apart. Anyways, going back to the bloody bed that I made, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Right, Mick. So, you're saying that I've got to basically build multiple- <laughs> it's a You need to build many a bed. No, I don't think it's experience. It How is. many beds do you think your dad's built? You've got a few in your family. I reckon he's built them all. He knows his ro- the ropes. You've also started very late, 23 years a bit. Dude, I, I feel like- <laughs> You're a ride off. Also, like- <laughs> <laughs> You'll cost more <laughs> than what you're worth. <laughs> I, I did get like, also, I got more like PTSD as well because 
in my like kindergarten to like year six reports, the thing was like Rohit's like a good kid, but his fine motor skills are just lacking. <laughs> and then when you're like screwing like little little screws and bolts and nuts and all that sort of thing, like my fi- like, I just feel like I've Wait, can't you fingers. you can't even screw screws. No, no, I can do that fine, but it takes a while for me to like I, either my hands are shaky or like my fingers just do not. Yeah, you're a lost cause. Forget have- that. <laughs> Sensed right off. When we were building these podcast marks, though, I remember Sen struggling, and he said he was a handyman with his chest. <laughs> I did not struggle at all. I built it the first. Was it Migs that struggled? Someone struggled. Definitely wasn't me. Uh, no, Kush and I struggled because uh, it's at a different <laughs> angle, mate. Yes. Yours are at nice angles. Ours, we had to bloody- I'm We not, broke them trying to fucking- I'm not damaging our host's property. Like, but t- <laughs> stick with it. Whatever. Anyways, I will build more beds, and I'll see how this goes, because I refuse to believe that I am a write-off. Yeah, just a quick one from me this week. Um, in Australia, Facebook removed all news, um, whether it be ABC News, like the newspapers, sports, even Fox Sports got taken off. And that's when I, that's what I so drew, drew the line. line. I thought you drew the line at Matuta Advocate. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll come to that in a second. But so all the news articles were taken down. I'm like, that's where I get most of my news from. Just like ABC News on Facebook, just reading all the articles, like the posts. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, like you said, I check like even the satirical ones, like the Chaser, the Batuta. They were taken down as well. I'm like, this is a nonsense. They literally, I think, because they they've on on Facebook, they put themselves as a entertainment slash news media sort of thing. Cult, basically, anything that had news in like their description on Facebook, they banned it all. What do you guys think? Do you guys? I think it's I think it's just a big dick move from Facebook. They know sooner or later mm. they're gonna get the agreement they want. They're gonna get whatever they want. So they just fl- they've, they've flopped their balls out, right? <laughs> and they're showing that they've got power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They flopped it out. They've got a 10-incher. And Australia knows it. <laughs> Australia's just going to bend over and take it. Oh, well, yep. They're going to lick that shaft. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> well, imagine if Google did the same thing, though. Like, Google could have doubled down as well. Facebook basically called the Australian. Like, we were yeah. talking about this last week, right? Like, yeah. Australia, the government wants to basically charge Facebook so that Australian creators, news creators, will get some percentage of their ad, ad revenue. I don't know if I like the term news creators. They just report the news, right? Yeah, well, some of them create news. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but they did um, reinstate Batuta back onto Facebook like a day later. So at least they came back. So mm. there was a point where like the only news, like even sort of news people were Chaser and Batuta. And they were just posting like literally hour posts about the dumbest shit because they had almost a monopoly mm. on the Australian <laughs> news market. Before that, I was getting my news off A-League memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A-League memes. They were good. still up and they were A-League memes riding the wave. <laughs> they capitalized nicely on it because I saw one of their posts was, it's 32 degrees and sunny in Darwin today. <laughs> did you fa- did you find that it made a difference? Because like, I actually didn't realise yeah. that the news was banned. Yeah, neither did I. Really? News wasn't a big, I guess, part of my feed. No, but okay, maybe not news, but like even even all the Fox Sports stuff. Because like, I follow a lot of the Fox Sports pages. Like That's half my feed right there. So, I think I get my sports news from Reddit. Like oh, I, I don't check yeah. Fox News or anything like that. But like I was scrolling through and nothing happened. And then everyone started posting like how pages have just disappeared. <laughs> I looked into it a bit more. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But I feel like it didn't affect me that much. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty uninformed anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Now it's time for the English edition of the back to school quiz. Um, I don't actually know how to do an English quiz. Um I've decided just to give you one essay question and the next 20 minutes you're going to have to write things down. <laughs> oh, that's why there's a pen and paper here. Um, Kush, you've been listening to the other quizzes. Mm-hmm. Did you, how do you think you would have fared in the last few ones? Uh, there's a reason why I didn't come to the last few <laughs> ones. <laughs> you heard maths and it's like, nah. Surely history you would have backed yourself on. 
Uh, nah, I wouldn't even back myself on history. Dude, I've forgotten everything from high school. Not even one little thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damning indictment on this schooling system. All right. First question. Where does the t- thesis statement usually appear in a paper? The top. I'm going to need more. <laughs> What else do you want? The first sentence. All of the paragraph. The first paragraph, no? Yeah, the first paragraph. I'll, I'll give it to you, but I can't take, I can't take top or what the hell's top? <laughs> All right. Name 10 literary techniques. <laughs> I got, here we go. Simile, metaphor, um, anthropomorphosis, anthropomorphism. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my mind. Yeah, why is that the first uh, one? Is that your third one? <laughs> Contrast, juxtaposition. Um, did I say analogy? So, how do I jump in and steal here? Do Illusion, I then- <laughs> foreshadowing. Do we jump in on the 10th one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've done 10. Illusion, foreshadowing. Um, you got seven. Personification. Eight. Um, onomatopoeia Nine Alliteration bank done Let's go. <laughs> no, come on <laughs> Give me a tenth one Kush Alliteration <laughs> <laughs> Alright Kush gets the point there What is pathetic fallacy? It is when the weather matches the mood <laughs> of the scene That is an example of pathetic fallacy Where you attribute human emotions to non-human objects why did that we- is word for word the Google <laughs> yes, definition sir. of another, another studier here. You nerd. <laughs> another studier. All right, boys. We all did Hamlet. So, the next few questions are related to Hamlet. So, name five themes explored in Hamlet. Appearance versus reality. Beautiful. <laughs> That's the only one I know. All right. Well, then, if anyone can name four more. Power and authority. Okay. That's two. Is that actually a tech? I don't know. I just made that, that up. That is, yeah. The Oedipal complex. Okay. Oedipus complex. That's right, <laughs> Thank three. you. Team effort here, I It's a team effort. Can we all get, like, surely, what is it, 0.2 points? <laughs> I'll give you, uh, if you can get, if someone can give me at least one more, I'll give them more points, all the points. It's a tough one. Which one's Hamlet again? <laughs> the uncle, the uncle one. What? Um, <laughs> Lion King, bro. Says- Very similar to Lion King, yeah. So, who's Scar in the Hamlet? His uncle. Claudius. Isn't that the guy from Hunger Games? <laughs> It's as if names can be used in multiple <laughs> movies and books. I don't books. even know who you're referencing Wait, there. Hamlet, Claudius. Who else is in Hamlet? I only know Hamlet. Ophelia. Rosencrantz oh, and yeah. Guildenstern. Those are oh, the two I remember. Yeah. Brother Kush. <laughs> what the fuck, Kush? How do you remember that? Know. Friendship. Wait, uh, yeah. What? With Rosencrantz and- g- Fam- Family. Yeah. Yeah. Goldilocks. Five family whatever, relationships like. if you want to go there. Men- me. Mental illness, surely. Mental illness is one of them. All right, I'll give you all a point for that one. Yeah, for well that done, team boys. effort there. Well done. <laughs> Um, you all miss revenge somehow. The biggest oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. The quote, well, a quote from the play is, something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Denmark is not actually a state, but instead a constitutional monarchy. Who is the ruler of Denmark? The king. The ki- yeah. What's his name? Claudius. No, I mean the current king. Uh, <laughs> as of now, Jesus. Um, no, I don't know. Christian Eriksen. I don't know, bro. <laughs> no, no I don't know. It's Queen Margaret. I didn't think any of you would get that. Um, <laughs> which act and scene of Hamlet does to be or not to be appear in? Act four, scene five. Incorrect. Act two, scene three. Very close, but incorrect. Act two, scene five. No, act scene three, five. scene one. Oh, <laughs> All right. Speaking of, spell soliloquy. S O L I L O Q U Y. Say it again. S O L I L O Q U Y. Fuck, he's good, this one. <laughs> yes, Actually, a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Are you sure you didn't 
<laughs> you pushed the answers. Yeah, morning. on the way here, I just slipped. You picked him up from the station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ten minutes where he read the fucking answers. He gave me a ten minute recap of Hamlet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this will come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which of the following is a character from Romeo and Juliet? A Horatio. Romeo. <laughs> Multiple choice. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, he's out. He has to be out. What you're out. You're yeah, out. You're out. Let me finish. Oh, you're out. So this is for Manny and Kush. A. Horatio. B. Makushio. C. Puck or D. Cassio. Cassio. Incorrect. No. Cassio is a calculator dog. <laughs> no, no. Cassio is a. He's from Shakespeare character. He's from Othello. Well, the first oh. three. Well, Puck's Horatio. From- Horatio. Makushio and Puck. Uh, Puck is from bloody Midsummer's Night. Midsummer Night. Oberon. Yeah, Oberon. Right. Holy shit! Yeah, that's that leaves two: Horatio, Mercutio, Macu- the football boots I wear. So I'm, gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go A. Horatio. Oh, it's Mercutio. No, Horatio's Hamlet. Hamlet. No. Horatio Hamlet, somehow right? you're. Huh? I think Horatio's Hamlet. Right? Horatio's yeah. Hamlet. I no, gonna, I was gonna say somehow you're fucked up. Football boot logic is about to work. <laughs> oh, that hurts. All right. What literary device does this quote exemplify? And the quote is: "And faith unfaithful." Kept him falsely true. Faith unfaithful. Alliteration. Falsely true. Incorrect. No way, dude. Faith unfaithful. Three Fs. It's like the opposite one. That uh. You got the right. Yeah, that's yeah, the technique. You know, I need the word for it. I right? don't know what it's called. Juxtaposition. Incorrect. No contrast. You've had, you've had the, three repeat, guesses. Stop. <laughs> repeat the quote one more time. <laughs> and faith unfaithful kept him falsely true. I actually got this. Paradox. Oh, it's- it is a paradox. No. Oh, okay. Interesting. Many? I don't know. Rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's oxymoron. Ah. Uh, it's uh, a type of paradox. Type of contrast. Shut up, Kush. All right. <laughs> Halfway through. All right. Um, in year nine, we studied Animal Farm. Who wrote- I it? didn't study Animal Farm. This is bullcrap. I didn't study George Animal Farm. Well. I wasn't in the same school as Man, you guys in year nine. Too bad. All right. You and Nick studied Animal Farm. We I studied did. like Brave New World or something. Yeah, that's actually, actually, that's, that's Brave a you problem, bro. <laughs> All right. So it was George Orwell. So the story of George Orwell's Animal Farm is an allegory for what historical period? The 40s. 1940s. No. Well, I need... It, it's a specific... The communist regime. There it is. Thank you. I literally never read this book. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm hearing from you is excuses, man. All right. We also studied 1984 mm. by George Orwell, which I'm sure we definitely all read. Yes, that was a universal text. Um, when <laughs> was Kush at school? This was this was HSC. This was year twelve. You were definitely there, Kush. Brother Kush, you can't weasel your way out of this one. What year was 1984 published? 1984. No. Can you get a time frame, perhaps? No, it would have been in like. I don't even know if it's before or after 1984. <laughs> it was it's, before. It was it's near well World War before. II, right? Sorry? Near World War II. I don't know when World War II was. <laughs> <laughs> We've established this. It is around that period. Three. I, I think it's 1949. 1949 yeah, is correct. Yeah. Wow, we could. <laughs> Smart cookie. All right. So, because we definitely all read the book, how many pages is 1984? And I'll give you to the nearest 50s. I think it was, like a, it was a shortish book. 290 pages. All right, Kush. I'm going to say 224. Manny. 340. It was 328. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely read the book this man. 100%. We also studied Blade Runner. So in the movie Blade Runner, what city and year is the movie set in? Director's cut. (laughs) 
final cut. We'll, we'll same, come to that in a second. We're going to make the same shit joke. <laughs> it's the opening sequence comes what? up on the screen. Los Angeles, right? Yeah. What year? Twenty nineteen. Oh, oh. so I'm gonna have to give you half points yeah, for well. each. There, they stuffed it up, didn't they? Wasn't that the tri- little trivia? It was supposed to be twenty twenty. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was to be- <laughs> they made it twenty nineteen. There you go. Wait, what? Like it was meant to be twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That's what I thought. How'd they mm. stuff that up? What they put the wrong? They just typed the wrong number. <laughs> I don't know. There's some the twenty twenty. There's the eyes allegory that runs through the whole oh, thing. Oh, okay, interesting. All right. So, what year was Blade Runner released? The original cut. 1982. Correct. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. And then next question. How many cuts of Blade Runner are there? Oh, here we go. Four. Incorrect. Oh. Three. Five. It's eight. What? Eight. Sorry. Yeah. There are eight cuts. Which, what are the cuts? It's a good question. There <laughs> are. <laughs> Director's cut 2.0. There's, yeah, so there's like really random cuts. There's the San Diego sneak preview cut. <laughs> no. There's what? a US broadcast cut. <laughs> There's a working prototype version. There's the theatrical cut, the international theatrical cut, the director's cut, and the final cut. Jeez. All right. Are they just the same movie? What's different about... Very minute differences. Yeah, like... It's like the dream sequences in a couple of them are different. That's about it. There you go. An actual answer for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed. Um, give me three quotes from the movie. The Blade Runner movie? Yeah. (laughs) Like Tears in the Rain? Yeah, that's one. Fine. Fiery, the angels fall. (laughs) Beautiful. I like it. All right. Oh, fuck. What's that? What's one where he gets dipped, bro? More human than humans. (laughs) More human than humans. That's not a quote. That's just an analysis. No. No. No, They say it. it. I'm sure he says, hi, my name is Deckard. No. (laughs) (laughs) He said quote. (laughs) Uh. <laughs> oh, give me more life, fucker. That, that's, that's the one, that's that's the the one, one I was looking for. Oh, there we go. It's one that he gets shot or something, bro. I think it's, it's I want more life, by the way. It's incorrect. like, I want more life, fucker. Mm. Um, actually, no, I think in the original cut, it was give, give me, me more, more life. life. He puts his head through the thing yeah. in the plaster yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, is Deckard a replicant? <sighs> Not answered in the first Can't one or second it, one. Bro. In, in the... In the th- Director's cut that we watched. Is, is he, he a replicant? replicant? Yes. No, it's left up to you, but <laughs> it's suggested yes. <laughs> it was never strictly said. It was, he was. never said, bro. Oh, All right. St- we also did Metropolis, boys. Oh, what was that? My God. France. <laughs> the black and white film that we watched for the three one, hours. Was that the dance? That's oh. all I remember from it. So, who directed Metropolis? Franz Lang. Oh, Fritz Lang. Fritz oh, Lang. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. 50% mark. All my points that I had just uh, stolen. I need, need the exact one, Kush. All right. And finally, who wrote the poem, The Road Not Taken? Robert Frost. My man, Robert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob. And with that, Kush was the winner of the English quiz with seven and a half. Migs coming close behind with five and Roe a disgusting three and a half. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't jump in on half the questions, right? It could have gotten more answers. <laughs> So this week's episode is actually sponsored by our good friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's blow-the-waist grooming, and they offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, speaking of family jewels, I actually uh, remember a story in when I was in high school. This um, one of my friends don't don't ask me how this came up, but one of my friends was talking about their grooming stories. Um, 
and he painted a very vivid picture of how he was using a trimmer. Um, I believe that trimmer was from an unknown company, one of those the discounted companies. And um, he was, you know, trim, trimming downstairs and it ended up cutting his balls. Oh, um, dear. And his vivid description was like, it almost felt like a Picasso painting of leaking. <laughs> <laughs> of just like a leaking redness. <laughs> And I could, like, not get that out of my head at that time. And, you know, I was eating a salami sandwich and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to put that in the bin um, for now. Um, but if I did go back to that day and if I had something to tell him, it would be the Manscaped 3.0. I would be giving him that lawnmower, telling him that ceramic blade, it won't look like a goddamn Picasso painting. It'll be the Mona Lisa of your balls. <laughs> That's wow. what it will be. And to top it off, using that crop cleanser, that body wash, mate, keep that hair, keep that skin nice, healthy, and fresh. Um, but... Uh, for a limited time as well, subscribers also actually get two free gifts, um, the Shed Travel Bag and the Padded and High Performance Reducing Chafing Manscaped Boxes. That, no doubt, all of this combination would have helped this man back in the day and I would have eaten that salami sandwich in peace um, and I would have thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, your mate could have gone 20% off and free shipping with the code TCB at checkout if we had that back then. But that's right, listeners, with the code TCB at checkout, you can get 20% off and free shipping. All right, guys, new segment this week where we discuss some urban myths and legends. Um, so, obviously, some obvious ones are Bloody Mary. Did you guys ever try that in, like, year five camp or year six camp? I did. Of course you did. What do you I mean? I was going to say, I was too scared to try Bloody Mary. You couldn't have believed it was an actual thing. I'm not taking that chance, bro. <laughs> I went around in front of the mirror, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Mary didn't show up. <laughs> Just your teacher. Your teacher, yeah. <laughs> um... I remember uh, just this quick little aside as well. In your eleven camp, we um, oh, this is an urban all time great. Dude, this we had a Frank. ghost in our room, Kush. I don't know if you heard the story, but um, I remember like a lot of shouting coming from your <laughs> end. <laughs> he has to because the whole year was in our room at one point. <laughs> we um, basically, well, no, I remember. I slept the first night, you know, mm. no issues. Oh, right, I go down to sleep the second night, and mm. I look at the wall, and there's. In glow-in-the-dark writing. Lights are off. <laughs> Lights are off. Everyone's about to fall asleep. I see on the wall in glow-in-the-dark writing, hello. <laughs> I yelled bloody murder. I'm like, fuck me, they got us. <laughs> Literally just started yelling my head off. Then and The whole room, there's like how many of us? 10, 15? There was 10 yeah. of us originally in the room, like students. And then before I knew it, within about five minutes, we had half the grade in our room and three S- teachers. 60, 70 geezers, three teachers. And I was like, what's happening? Everyone's just looking at a blank. Because they turned the lights on when they came in. So everyone's just looking at a blank wall. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? I actually remember stepping inside and then one of your um, cabin members was like, had a blanket and he was slapping the wall. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> I'm walking out. <laughs> But um, we never actually got to the end, uh, bottom of that. That's we did. We technically did. did what, what was there's the a thing called like glow in the dark paint or something because our Taz teacher was there, the <laughs> woodwork teacher, so he knows about this paint. But yeah. who did it? Though? No, we but who? Yeah, yeah, it, was, exactly. it was always there. It just didn't have apparently didn't have enough time to like for the effect to happen on the first night. Some, sounds stupid. Oh, I'm here we go. That. <laughs> Fine, there was a ghost. Oh, oh, that's more sorry, logical guys. to me, dude. Mm. But um. <laughs> Apart from those silly little <laughs> urban myths, um, I want to talk about a couple ones. So, Ro, a couple of months ago, I guess, you, you threw up the idea of going to Picton Tunnel, which is basically- Mixed, mixed reception, that, that idea as well. No, it was pretty popular, except for me and you who pussied out, which is- I'm, I stand by it. I'm not going to a haunted tunnel. But basically, it's a tunnel in 
Picton. Picton. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, maybe just outside of Sydney. Yeah. Um, yeah but basically, yeah. the story goes that it was an abandoned, so it's an abandoned uh, railway tunnel. And, like, in the 1800s, there was a girl called Emily who got killed by a train there. And then the story mm. says, basically, if you go there at a certain time of night, you can see, like, shadows. Like, you can see, like, if, like a... Let me, let me tell you exactly what it says. Because th- uh, this is why I don't think it's real. Because the person who owns that land of the tunnel runs yeah. ghost tours. And that, uh, that automatically says bullshit to me. Yeah. If you're commercializing this, this is not real. Mm. But according to them, it says that black shadows have been viewed moving rapidly. Bro, it's a tunnel. There's heaps of shadows. <laughs> what are you talking about? People have reported seeing white lights hovering above them. Figures appearing in front and behind in the blackness. Just be people. People also reported cocaine users in the tunnel. <laughs> Ghostly children and strange electrical appearances traveling down the tunnel. Rapid drops in... Yes, electrical appearance. I don't know what that means. Um, rapid drops in temperature and sudden breezes. It's a tunnel. Of course it's meant to happen. <laughs> but, Ro, you seem pretty keen to go. Are you... Uh, do you believe in these sort of myths? No, I just want to do it because there's heaps of sick photos of people like like swinging around. Um, uh, like, what's it? Metal, metal wire on fire. And then you take sick photos of it. Have so, that's that? the only reason you wanted to go? <laughs> no, as in like... So, we have a you friend... You can heal if you want. <laughs> we, we have a friend who's very into like the paranormal, urban, yeah. the paranormal urban scene, if you will. <laughs> so, it's their scene. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he was very... So, he, uh, he wanted to go years ago. And when he went, he told me that he felt uneasy. He went into the tunnel. He heard some screaming. Yeah, it's because he probably already jeeded himself mindset, up right? to yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, any like, little thing is like, oh, this is the ghost. But I've been watching a lot of like near death experiences. I'm just scared that the tunnel will not be abandoned. The train will come barreling through. Well, that yeah, so that's the thing. Apparently, so you know how like the sudden drop of temperatures and the breezes. Apparently, that's like the train coming through you mm. is what people say they yeah, believe. Little ghost train. Little ghost train, basically. May no. I also add, sorry, Ro. Mm. You, you talked. They talked a big game about going to this tunnel. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when Stan and I were like, it's not for us. We got. Roasted. Berated. Berated. Lampoon. So when did you go, Ro? <laughs> well, I'm gone. Oh, yeah. How convenient. The day they were meant to go, I was like, oh, I don't want to go. It guys. was raining that oh, day. That it was to the experience, legit allegedly. <laughs> no, like, I, I want to go because I want to see other people freaked out. Like, I just want to go to scare other clowns. That's you know exactly what I, mean? what I said. And I don't want to go because exactly. we know you're going to do that. Imagine like walking in pitch black and suddenly you just, you just hear scratching on the floor. It's me on the, my hands and knees just. You know, fiddling away at your toes. <laughs> it's a good like. It's a good business venture. I um in Manly, I came across like this place where they give ghost tours, and mm. it was like you could potentially have a camp for up to three nights with like friends, family, whatever. Like you pay three nights. Three nights, two hundred seventy dollars, and each night they'd have a varying experience. So one night you'd be in a what they call a haunted cabin. So you'd yeah. be in bed. That's where you're sleeping. Um, the second night you'd be going to the haunted forest. Like they give you experiences, but it's designed to. Freak you, out. freak you out. It's kind of fun. Like but I think it, it would be a good idea. Like it's a great business venture for sure. Do you like haunted houses? Any of you? <sighs> I like haunted. Wait, as in like at no. a. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like you go to like a theme park and there's like a haunted oh, house. Oh, okay. theme with, like, park. Yeah, I know yeah. it's all bullshit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that because I know it's just people in like makeup and costumes. There was one where like I think it was I think it was Luna Park maybe I don't know somewhere where I went like Easter show I think had a haunted house. Yeah. And. It was a scary haunted house. Like this guy legit had a knife and was running at me. Now, I don't know if that I was- I don't think that's think- <laughs> The attraction. I was terrified. Never again. I actually hate haunted houses, but I like making other people scared in these urban because they believe it, right? So yeah. I don't, I, I'm happy to play into that. Well then, all right. So there's another, so the, there's another one in Sydney as well. So it's called Australia's Most Haunted Road, the Wakehurst Parkway, which is like a 16 kilometer road in like the Northern Beaches. And 
this one's apparently pretty haunted. So over like the last 30, 40 years, there have been some really gruesome like murders and stuff like that that's happened on this road. And so now apparently people see like a nun like just on the side of the road, like a ghost nun just on the side of the road. And then the main ghost is one called Kelly. And so according to this myth, if you drive down that road like at 2 a.m. or whatever, there's a ghost, a young girl called Kelly who either stands in the middle of the road or people have... And I, this is where I draw the line. People have said that she even appears in the backseat of your car. No, come off it. Nah, that's, that's a lie. That's exaggeration. Even if it's on the road, surely little Kelly's getting mowed down. Yeah, I'm driving her straight over. <laughs> Fuck you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people claim that she just randomly appears in your backseat. <laughs> no way. Do you want to test this one out, bro? Would this be one? This one, you don't even have to get out of your car. You don't have to walk <laughs> anywhere. You're drive. just driving. <laughs> Is it only in the night, surely? You'd right? have to, it only works at night. Yeah. I reckon it might be a good experience. We'll film you. We'll be in the backseat filming you. Off you Dude, go. We're right? literally just going to go waste our petrol to get down <laughs> 10 kilometer road. True, true. Could be good, though. Like is, a is, it a popular, is it a popular road? Yeah, it's a very, it? no, it's a quite a, like during the day, it's quite a popular road. Oh, so there's literally not happening. But at night is, night, when, night is, night is when all the fun and games happen. But, no, you know what does scare me, though, sometimes? Like, there's streets with no headlights. Like, I remember actually one time, the scariest thing I've had, which is maybe paranormal, is after me and Mings worked at like a department store and we worked the night shift. So we worked from like 7 p.m. to like 12 a.m. And sometimes during Christmas we'd run late. So I was driving home and then you see the the headlamps or the, the street lights, they're just flickering off. Mm. And I was driving and, and as I was driving, I don't know what happened, but the headlights started or the street lights started turning off as I was passing them. Nah, you were just delirious, I reckon. Oh, There's yeah. no Maybe way it was 2 a.m. Like, I was like, and I, but the how, thing how's is, your eyes shutting on the road? <laughs> 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 the thing is, though, like, I was that, like, oh, this is a bit, you know, how are you going? So I would break in the middle of the road, the lights would stay on. Then I'd start driving again, the lights would turn off. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe it was motion sensing. Maybe it was, but like, I've driven, <laughs> it's, it's the road that I drive often that hasn't done it ever again. But 2 a.m. on, I think it was like, you know, come, come, come towards road, let's, Christmas. Let's create a new urban myth. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no way. But that, that's probably the only paranormal thing that I've actually ever experienced. I uh, have no such paranormal But you're the one who's like believing in half black of these activities or whatever. <laughs> paranormal black activity? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. Yeah, it's, it's a porno. <laughs> Womb Raider. It's the porn spinoff of <laughs> Womb Raider, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I actually do have one story that a friend, or a cousin told me when I was, um, when I went to India and there used to be this um, abandoned mall. That's always good. Uh, yeah. It's always a good start. Like, we, we used to like walk past it and it's like four, four or five stories, um, completely blocked off, like tapes everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's just overgrown weeds growing all over. It's the best look of an abandoned building. Um. And I just asked my cousin, like, oh, what happened to that place? Like, why is it not, you know, not up and functional? And he was just like, oh, it was just, um, it went down because of a few incidents that happened like a while back. Mm. Um, uh, people just say in- incidences? Yeah, well, that's where I pushed. I was incidents? like, what do you mean incidences? Like, oh, you know, someone um, resulted in like a broken leg and whatnot. And I was like, all right, well, what's going on? And then he said, I he started telling me all these stories of like, that there was a ghost apparently that chases people inside that motel and... I was like, all right, that just sounds like bullshit. Do yeah. you have any like proof or anything? He's like, oh, I have a video from like three years ago where like- oh, Here we go. Um, what? Ghost hunters. Where like, <laughs> yeah, where him and a Ghost few busters. mates yeah. went in there as a, a dare. <laughs> that was not a good joke. Sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, he, he went in there with a few mates and they filmed it, of course, logically speaking. Yeah. Very nice. Very good. Very good thought process there. Um, and it's just 
it's a six minute clip and they were just you know going upstairs going through the stories and whatnot yeah nothing out of the blue um and then there's a guy who's like uh, like uh, on the second story everyone else is on the first story and he's like oh you just hear him go oh what the shit yeah and um they all run up yeah and the video is i guess because they're they're in the moment so it's just, i just see the stairs but they're all running up yeah. and um that guy's gone now he's just not there what at that place he's just not there what do you mean like they call for him he's not there now i i originally thought oh this is probably just some prank the guy's like yeah this yeah. is this is me yeah this guy's like he's taking the piss he's yeah. doing like an indian prank patrol yeah. amazing stuff um and then they like investigate that whole second story and the guy is like in this room and he's just staring at the window and they ask him like hey you gotta you gotta come out like yeah. come out and um on the third try and again, like the video, you see his legs, but they're like tapping him and the video is going all up and down. And then he's, he's just like, like frozen, basically frozen. And then he's like, oh yeah. And then he just starts walking away and then they literally walk out. That's it. But I don't know. That, <laughs> that, that did creep me out for a little bit, but I actually got some goosebumps. I got some goosebumps as well listening to that. I, I think know. I think it's an wow. elaborate That's just prank. Some good acting for him, I reckon. Yeah, mm. I think it's an elaborate prank. But the video itself is just like it's all black and white, like well, not all black and white, but you know, it's just very dark, blurry, blurry. It's just the classic, you know, scare, scare footage. I thought you were going to say like the guy was going to like jump out the window or something. I think I think it's creepy just him staring out and like frozen. Mm. It's just like, you know. Why are you tapping on the leg? Surely you just- No, no. Like he's tapping shoulder. on the shoulder. Oh, but, like okay. the videos of the leg because he, I don't know why. It's shit. shit it's poor camera. Guy work. would never be a good director. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the story. Alrighty, folks, that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, and we want to shout out a massive, massive thank you to Justin, who got up at 5am in Florida to play Call of Duty with us last Friday, which is unreal. That is a great effort from him. But um, I think next time we'll definitely do it at a more suitable time for the US <laughs> and not 3am in the morning for them. So I think keep a lookout for that on the TCB Appreciation Society. So join TCB Appreciation Society on Facebook. And also remember to use the code TCB at manscaped.com. For 20% off all products and free shipping, find the rest of our full episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. And with all that, we'll see you guys next week.